0: In that episode of the Nintendo Podcast, I am Triforce Todd. Join me today is Warrior Will.
1: Ah, uh, welcome to September, everybody. It's another month down, and boy, how was that last weekend?
2: <laughs> we'll get to
0: it. Uh, we'll get to
2: it.
1: I know, yeah. And and uh, the only feeling I could pretty much say from that entire experience is this.
0: pretty much (laughs) okay before we get to our other host will do you want to do the same tradition as uh, last year
1: uh remind me again
0: you know you want me to wake you up when september ends oh
1: (laughs) i will probably will likely do that at the last week
3: of september
0: yes fair enough all right also here of course is skull kid scott
3: hello i also played the Splatoon game of what they call it. <laughs> the Splatoon game of what <laughs> they call it? Really?
0: All Just right. a little. Uh-huh. All right, before we uh, get started, I do want to address a comment that I did get on Twitter, which proves that our plugs of the Twitter do work. Awesome. Uh, shout out to Christian Howe. Uh, they noted that my voice has been very quiet on the podcast. I know. <laughs> okay ever since i got my new computer thank you Cooper keith um something has been going on with my headset or the computer or team and it records my voice softer than everyone else we tried to fix it the other day we don't get it we don't know what's going on so this week we're just gonna throw, gonna bite the bullet i'm gonna try and talk louder as i'm doing the podcast it won't work the full time i guarantee you but i will try and then if this just gets too much, I'll do multi-track recording next week, and that will allow me to adjust my my levels automatically. So I do apologize. I don't. I really don't know what's going on. That's why I brought in Keith because he's the technical guy. He's like, "What is going on? This is just a story of my life. Trust me. If something random can happen, my life has it. All right. This is. <laughs> I can tell you so many stories that would fill up a podcast about." these kind of random events in my life one in a million once in a year i don't get what's going on this has never happened before yeah that's my life in many ways so i do apologize all i can tell you is to do what i do when i'm editing the podcast turn up the volume when i'm talking turn down the volume when the others are talking i don't know what else to tell you for now i'll hopefully my next week we'll either figure it out or i'll go i'll do a different recording track to even things out i do apologize moving on because we do have a lot to talk about starting with what have you been playing? Platoon Three, weren't you listening? <laughs> like literally, that was that was our Saturday. Okay, for one of us, it was literally half of Saturday. Isn't that right, Will?
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, I cleared out my entire day with it, and
2: oh
1: boy, was I sore, but it was so worth it, so worth it. <laughs> um so yeah if you haven't played the splatoon 3 splatfest demo the debut splatfest what's wrong with you <laughs> but yeah like what's really there to say there's just so much i want to talk about and yeah like from what basically what we, we went through on the on the tutorial like again the city is just huge like it's definitely much more bigger than the square it's definitely um in splatoon 1 and 2 but just like it, it, just the fact that it has the levels going high and seeing like the um, the festival of uh deep cut uh, with big man a shiver and fry it just like seeing them dancing it's like uh yeah this is this is what I remember this like it, it feels good to be back in, in that Splatfest like the the song of it like that environment and of course naturally the, the whole uh, mini post that has been pointed out which <laughs> unfortunately some can get a little bit political and some of them just like are downright just random to the points so but i i won't get into that but you if you've been to splatoon 2 then you know what happens but yeah like now going into the um, the gameplay side of things like the lobby lot the queue lobby definitely great quality of life improvements like i just love actually because i actually just saw your ghost uh todd while i was waiting for waiting for a match i was like oh okay you ranked up and all that and it it, it just felt very good very good and uh just want to say right now Splashat Junior still King like I don't know even with, with the, the new revamps and all that it just feels so good especially with the new bubbler uh ability like it, could, it doubles as a shield as well as a spawn point so it's it just feels very good so Splashat Junior still remains King like the Spatana weapons the um, the the Stringer like the new weapons that has been uh, that's in Splatoon 3. I have tried it at it was good, but I feel like there definitely can be some proofs. Like for example, the spatana, it, it definitely does the job well, but I feel like it it definitely it felt weaker in close range combat. So here's hoping there is a bit more of a buff there. But overall, the spatana is pretty good, and stringers as a bow not good for ter- for painting turf, but, but 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 mostly excels in just taking out uh, uh, sniping. It's just basically a good rival weapon to the charger. Of course, there could be some um, adjustment here or there, but I, I mean, can get, get some pretty far-range kills if you can arc, arc it properly. So basically be Legolas in, in Splatoon. And the, the, other, the of course, the other different specials, like, let's um, uh, see, I know the reefer. The, the, the reefer, Huh? The
0: slider. The slider. Stop slider. it. That's <laughs> yeah, that the, mine.
1: We'll yes. The, I know a lot of people love the slider just because, again, it's basically a horizontal splashdown and, like, Tosikiki! like just <laughs> if you know that you know it's just like yeah like oh what, and you just basically run them over a la Akira style it's just like okay I, this it, it can definitely be be a very fun special that that's the slider so yeah there's that including like the, the I know a lot of people love the crab tank because it's it, it's it's it, I don't know some would argue it's actually pretty darn broken just because like it it can hold you, you still are vulnerable in the back but like once you're on the tank it is dangerous like being in this crossfire like yeah if you're spawning and you see a crab tank but yeah good luck trying to survive so yeah crab tank is just pr- pretty pretty powerful stuff and there's this one that's basically the um the basically becomes spider-man which I- i've seen some plays it's definitely uh if you know how to pl- play with the spider-man sp- special you can really like go very mobile so, like easily once you follow up right in your beginning ba- base side, you easily just travel right behind enemy lines like oh I'm spider-man and like just go right on there <laughs> hit their hit their ears so yeah the, I have seen some with the um, with that special so yeah and of course naturally the turf the, the Wars uh yeah like I really love it how they changed as well. We're going to like the frequency of like the plus uh, times 10 times 100. And I'm now like the new system of the times 333, which is like, yeah, like, um, (laughs) I was so happy. I actually won my first uh, 100 uh, times 100 match and actually got that little, um, I'm not sure you guys noticed, like on your uh, tag, it actually has like a special um, design next uh, around your name that shows you actually did won a a times 100 battle. So like basically a little break right there and uh, but like the times 100 like y- yeah yeah the times 100 and then eventually if you are lucky enough to get the times 333 yeah those matches are are just quite something especially now they also like show you like what's the rate of it if once you get these pearls when winning times 10 battles which okay okay i'm glad like now there's actually An indicator like, oh, how much I can, there's a chance I can get at times 100 or even at times 333. So like the pearls that you gain from times 10 battles. So nice little addition. So to show you where you're at right now. So there's that and yeah I'll try to wrap up quickly but yeah and then the finally off is the the Tricor uh battles which yeah face off because everyone basically ganged up on uh Team Scissors which yeah I am I was not I am not jealous of them being in the middle but I have seen people that actually can't defend themselves from that uh, tr- uh triple threat match and yeah the, the special in that ring that the, the, ter- the territory ter- uh Rainer Rainmaker something like that I, I forgot this thing but basically the um, once you can, uh, once you claim it in the middle, you basically can not call in a, a, a giant sprinkler on your side to paint the turf to help, uh, combat or to improve your, your odds. So, yeah, that one I kind of feel bad for those team scissors, but at the same time, it's like that is the perfect equalizer. Like, oh, halftime report. This is the number one team. Like, oh, shoot. Okay, everyone, gang up on team scissors, and and I, I'm not sure if you checked on the internet. It, like Team Scissors was very salty. Like, oh, Big Man's finally winning. Nope, not him. About- we have to say anything about it, and yeah. So there's definitely some adjustments that could definitely be uh, worked into it. But overall, I think the try color is
2: pretty
3: pretty
1: fair for most part, especially when one team has an advantage. So there's that. But uh, wrapping it up is is overall, it's definitely a great time. It I I, I was so sore, and yeah. I cannot wait for swim 3. i can't wait I cannot wait
0: and with that we are ending this episode of the nintendo News- <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry I, it was just so much fun i, I could talk literally for talk, no days about this game oh I, I know will i i know i know all right uh i will talk in probably less than two minutes so you can time me on this uh for me i i, I can also say i played i think Four to five hours, so you know, literally half the time that Will played. But had he had the time; I did not. Uh, I had work that slammed me at the last minute. Uh, I was just having a blast. It was great coming back into the game after so long. Usually, when you face these, these competition-style games, you hate to lose, and you do hate to lose in Splatoon. But the next, but when you, when you lose, it's like, okay, I'll, I'll play again. I'll go. I'll go to the next round. I'll go to the next round. I'll go to the next round. The worst ways to lose is when you have the point one losses, which I had like three times. Yeah, yeah they yeah, suck. Yeah, yeah. And then I won by point two once. It was glorious. I laughed so loud. But these are the games where you're having so much fun, and it just doesn't matter that you're you know you might you might lose. You're gonna give it your all, even if it's just to enjoy like for me one of the things i of well, my quality of life improvements that i loved was the medals where you actually could see like oh you were the best inker on your home turf oh you were the one you know killing everyone you were the one getting killed a lot you know <laughs> and i got all the medals trust me um but it's just like oh I, it shows how well you're doing my biggest complaint was that people still don't realize you need to ink your home turf. I hate that. Yes. Oh my
1: hate god. That. I mean, I understand <laughs> so that it's a legit strategy for some, for some players to actually go spawn kill. They like try to get the kills on that, right, but
0: yes, paint your darn spawn. Yeah, Come that, on. That was literally my job in like ninety percent of my matches. Everyone would spawn, and then I would just start inking the home turf. And then once I was co- confident that I had inked a good enough amount. I would go and attack everybody because many times my partners, for whatever reason, would just leave huge sloths. And as a guy who has lost so many battles by point one, that's more than point one that you left behind. Okay, so <laughs> mm-hmm. but I handled it. But though no, the game felt fun, the game looked it looked you know the same, but still improved. And there's uh, I didn't try out all the weapons. Usually I do the splat duelies, but I wanted to try out the slider because I, I felt it was the best special weapon and it is when it actually works and they don't, <laughs> I, I can't tell you some of the guys on this on the discord I can't tell you how many times I literally got shot off the dolphin right as I summoned it like there was a string of like five times I like, get the gauge or I was like a fraction of a, of a ink bladding away from getting the gauge. And then I would die right then or right as I summon my dolphin. There's like a brief period where you can get shot off the dolphin. And you literally see it sink into the stage as if it, it never existed. And I'm like, <laughs> I should, I am on a dolphin, dang it. I should be invincible. All right. I should have dolphin invincibility, but now I can't have that. How can I? So yeah, but I had a blast in the game. Uh, I, I, I got to ruler class, which was awesome. And, it, and i won i won a lot of matches i also lost a lot of matches but i didn't mind because i was just happy to play the game again and i look forward to the next Splatfest and we only got eight days at the time of this recording until the game comes out so i think it's gonna be a lot of fun when it does arrive and time three minutes and 32 seconds see will that's how you do it
1: all right all right i didn't like <laughs> no
0: no no nothing from you Scott, talk before he
3: starts. <laughs> Fine. All righty. So I didn't play as much Splatoon as you both did. Um, but that's also because I was doing a big charity stream. But I really enjoyed the time I spent. I spent like an hour to two hours on it. I tried as many weapons as I could, and I didn't really like... Oh, I thought I was going to love, like, the melee ones or, like, the Splatanas and realized that they were way too slow for my taste. And when they did, like, actually hit, it didn't really hit as much. But they're really good at inking walls because they have a humongous like radius. Yes, yes,
1: yes. <laughs>
3: um, so I just stuck with the splat duelies after I tried out a lot of the different weaponries. Um that's just really because it was a lot faster and it, it did take less it took a lot less time for it to like get dead, but it also felt like it um recharged a lot faster too to like refill the ink. So I really <laughs> did enjoy my time with Splatoon. I don't know if I told you guys, but I only played the first Splatoon, I never played the second one. Oh, um, I played the first one because my I was playing on my actual my brother in law's Wii U because he had the game. <laughs> I didn't really want to get it because I never was big in any shooting type of games. But I did play it. I enjoyed some of my time, but I didn't enjoy it enough to really want to buy it. <laughs> um, but th- so when I play it, I'm still really rusty because most of my knowledge of that game is from the Wii U Splatoon one. But I really enjoyed my time with it. I stuck with the Splat Duelies. I mainly just focused on kills, but I did, I did ink up the, the territory that we owned because I also <laughs> noticed that nobody did that, and it was kind of annoying.
0: Look, <laughs> look when it becomes something that's mentioned on honest trailers, like <laughs> when...
1: your darn spawn. <laughs> yeah, seriously, they, they
0: literally say it in, in Splatoon Two pick a pick an inkling pick your weapon ink your turf congratulations you're officially smarter than half of the player (laughs) base. like that was one of their jokes so yeah
3: yeah and i noticed a lot of people tried using the melee weapons as weapons rather than inky things and those Mm -hmm. things they always died whenever they did that (laughs) (laughs) it was always my team that had like two people with melee weapons one guy who had like a sniper and then it'd just be me with flat dualies Mm. And then you have the other enemies who had two guys who would just ink everything. And then they have two guys with like ranged weapons that actually killed people. It's just like, I feel like every other team always is smarter than my team.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I just can't help but wonder how many, how many of the player play, playing this, um, the Splatfest was like, I don't know, less than 15 years old. I don't know. <laughs> I, could, I couldn't imagine how many were actually kids playing this game. So,
0: <laughs> yeah. So, uh, sadly, we do have to wait now until the 9th to play the game. Uh, but if you were a part of Team Rock, it was all worth it. Yes!
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, dang right. Because so, Team Rock won handily. Oh, yes. <laughs> and that, that, that was actually one of the reasons I was shocked during the tricolor battles, which I actually really enjoyed. Um, I didn't know how scissors were ahead. They said that scissors was a headache over a percent. I'm like, lies. I <laughs> was
3: surprised. I was surprised. I, I, I was, was too. And then yeah. we got the second numbers, and it was like, okay, that's better.
2: Yeah,
0: and then, <laughs> and, then, and then and then scissors didn't win anything at the end, but paper won one. Like what? <laughs> What is going on?
1: It was definitely weird how they like they you know, once the vote and now they've separated as like the, the normal the open and the pro league. So yeah. that's kinda like the, I know they kinda did that prior, but yeah you know, it's No they yeah.
0: they did so, they did solo and team prior, which was weird, but whatever. It doesn't matter now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, team Rock 1, We we rule. <laughs> uh very quickly the other thing I was playing like I uh I finished Spider Man Remastered completely mm. now. I have beaten all the DLC. Oh, oh nice. <laughs> oh, this game should be grateful I didn't play the DLC before my review. <laughs> okay, You didn't like Hammerhead? <laughs> no, actually, I liked Hammerhead. I mean, it, okay, here was my problem. I swear they, like, upped the difficulty unnecessarily. Oh, ah, okay, okay, all, okay, like, yeah, with all, like, the
3: machines yeah, and stuff. Yeah, okay,
0: in the, in the DLC, they really harp on the bases, which was in the main game, but not to this extent. Yeah. They introduced multiple new uh, bad guys, classes one of which was a a brute with a machine gun where you need two of your focus meters just to knock out in one shot when you're doing a base with literally like dozens of enemies trying to kill you you don't have time to (laughs) charge up a uh a a two meter and i still like some people apparently did a base with like no damage good for you i'm not that level apparently (laughs) all right i'm amazing not spectacular deal with it and (laughs) see that's humbleness you're welcome but I was just like I was I hated doing those, and I had to do them because I wanted to you know, beat them all and get the end of the story completed and blah, blah blah. But like there were times I died, and when you lose those, you don't go to a previous wave. You have to start the whole thing over again. And there are guns that can literally shoot you across the room, which is just broken. Yeah, and, and I have a maxed out spider level, all of my equipment. Uh, really good suit power. And I'm dying like it's like nobody's business. And I'm trying to string some combos together. And I'm still dying. I'm like, stop it. Just <laughs> stop it. So I'm not saying this would have affected my score. But it would have come dang close. <laughs> also, the screwball missions suck. I don't care. Oh, screwball was the worst. Screwball was the worst. I mean, I know they probably hired the voice. Act- I'm not going to diss the voice actress. But like, her, her voice was so gra- na- naggy like uh you got screwed it's perfect for the character but yes. i hated the character exactly <laughs> and, and then I, and then after i beat the screwball missions at last i saw a tweet that said I mean, i'm glad screwball's gone i can't stand her voice i'm like you and me both <laughs> so and i mean again the dlc overall was fine i loved how they had black cat uh i like the twist with hammerhead going full cyborg spoilers it's over it's been four years to deal with it um silver sable was co- okay silver sable Figure out her personality and stick with it, all right? Because at the end of the main game, she thanks Spider-Man for, you know, changing her mind on things, which is just completely random at the time. And then she comes back and tries to kill him because he's not telling her where Hammerhead is because he wants to explain it in detail. <laughs> Let's and, have a talk. No. No. It's like, you have three <laughs> seconds. I I can tell you, it's like two seconds, like what is going on? And then she and then he even he says, Wait a minute, what happened to you can thank me by living? Yeah, what happened to that Silver Sable? And we aren't really given an explanation about why she just doesn't trust Spider Man at the outset outside of like she's Silver Sable. Okay, that's that's strong female representation. She's just born that way. <laughs> At least, at least, Black Cat had nuance. You know, she was still mean, but she was, it was nuanced mean, and she is she apologized. At least, she apologized. Anyway, still love the game. Ho- I hope the sequel comes to PC eventually. Probably like in five years. It, it probably will. Just I mean, time. Just, <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe, I'm still now. I'm hoping, and I didn't think about this until after the game was done. But now I'm hoping I get the Miles Morales game. I know that's a lot shorter, <laughs> but you know, I still hear it was very quality. So why not? It was. Uh, Okay. The good. side
3: missions are also a lot better too.
0: Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Also, can I point out that Miles in the DLC came off as so needy. Like, <laughs> hey, 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 Pete, hey, hey, can we, can we do, can we do cry Can, cry can cry? you help me do the spider thing? No, I'm in the middle of spider things. But me. <laughs> exactly. It's just like, I mean, I don't mind how Peter handled, and like, I love the back and forth, like, about how like the physics equations work into how they're swinging. That was a really cool bit. But it's like Miles is like almost like dying to. You know die and i'm like he don't and then at the end of the thing he's like screaming as he's web shooting i'm like this is what you wanted what you wanted honestly
3: I always i actually love the miles part just because of how ridiculous he was oh I yeah it's like uh
2: okay
0: calm me down calm me down because we have a lot to talk about news wise because there honestly has been a wide range of wide array of topics to discuss so it's time to go down the warp pipe. And first, we will talk about the rumors that I, I really wanted to document. These how this timeline went. It went. It went from fans begging for it to happen, like they were trying to wish it into existence on Twitter. Then the very next day, I wrote an article for another site, and it was, "Oh, this insider says we might get a Nintendo Direct," and then hours after i wrote that it was suddenly insider says we're gonna get a zelda filled nintendo direct how did we reach that progression (laughs) level
2: Uh... how did
0: we reach that progression level okay i I seriously want to know but (laughs) yeah
3: someone sweat tears and hopes it
0: was like someone someone went cult of the lamb but with nintendo directs like we must we must wish this deity is direct into existence pray to the direct gods but yes, allegedly, allegedly, we are going to be getting a Nintendo Direct soon. Uh, what The insider that I saw was Mike Grubb, and he said the week of the 12th, the 12th is a Monday for the record, uh, he said the the week of the 12th might be when we get it, or we might get it sooner. It's Nintendo, so who knows at this point. All right. They decide
3: whenever they want, they'll do it. <laughs> Pretty <dang> much. <laughs> I mean, I think
0: we've had a Nintendo Direct on like every single day of the week, from Sunday to Saturday, I think. I know we had a, I know we had a Pokemon Presents on a Saturday and a Sunday before, and so a yeah. direct the rest of the week just makes sense. Anyway, yeah. So, and according to Grub, it's going to be Zelda filled. How so? According to him, or his sources, or whatever, we're going to get ports of the uh, Twilight Princess and Wind Waker games because that's totally the Zelda games we want to play right now. (laughs) Totally.
3: Breath of the Wild 2 will one day show up. (laughs) Wait,
0: what's that game? I really don't know what you're talking about. Okay, true story. The Warriors? No. No, here's a true story. I was writing a list of something, and I had to think about uh, the games that are coming out in 2023 for Nintendo. I seriously couldn't think of any. And then eventually I remembered, oh yeah, Breath of the Wild 2 might come out in 2023. That's how long it's been. So, have gotten mm. any significant news about this game, that I forgot that it's scheduled to come out next year. I forgot it existed. That's <laughs> how bad it's been, okay?
1: I mean, thankfully, we had other games to keep us occupied while, WoW in the meantime, Obviously. sure. Obviously. But-, but not like funny.
3: Splatoon's coming out or anything. No! We <laughs> I mean, like we kind of down to Pokemon or anything. Right, yeah, right. No, it's... not at all. But
1: again, these things, like, yeah, so long since we saw ag onuma gave that smaller presentation like oh yeah we very, wanted... small.
2: very small very small and uh, very small in Darny.
1: regards to the details and like yeah that's it like okay we're like we're, we're stuck in a drought we are totally stuck in a drought so yeah any news at all from from uh of the Wild two i mean i'm i'm kind of glad they actually brought back the if the rumors are true for um, the, the Twilight Switch uh, port, then fine. Because, again, I can finally use my uh, 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 Wolf Link amiibo. aside size of that being st- size me stuck on a Wii U system. But, yeah. let's let, Yeah, I think it's definitely time. If the rumors are true. I hear hope.
0: Yeah, we've got to be clear here
1: there's a big if there's a big if <laughs>
2: yes yes because
0: yes. remember we all thought oh d- even though we're not getting e3 we'll get a nintendo direct because that's what we got last year at that time no we got a partner showcase which all a bit was better than i was expected we got sparks of hope we got persona 5 confirmed finally you know we're gonna have a busy october yeah, but, yeah we will <laughs> but we have not had a pure nintendo direct since february which is when they announced xenoblade and strikers and Uh, what was the other one? Oh, Fire Emblem, Three Hopes, you know. And and right now, outside of Zelda, which again I just remembered, I don't. What do we have for twenty twenty three? And don't say Metroid Prime Four. We all we all know better. (laughs) We all know better. That's not
3: till twenty twenty five. You know that. At best.
0: At best. (laughs) At best. Anyway, so could it happen? Absolutely. Will it happen? Who knows anymore? All right. Just take it one step at a time. Embrace that we are having games to fill out our months. We have the next three months lined up. Splatoon in September, third-party games in October, Pokemon in November, and December. And then we'll take next year as it comes, okay? So just embrace what we have and pray for a direct eventually. But don't go full Cult of the Lamb, just partially Cult of the Lamb, all right? You you all have done enough by basically wishing the talk of this into existence. What's yeah, don't bang
3: there? on Nintendo's door demanding they have a direct on like September twelfth yeah. when it does hit, and the, so there's no direct announced. Yeah,
0: don't, <laughs> yeah, and uh, don't don't set fire to the building. They do that themselves. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh! <laughs> All right. Um, this next one I will dedicate to the spirit of Tyler. There, I have my Tyler reference for the day, um, because we're gonna be talking about Sonic. Yay So this comes from uh the head of Sonic team. The literal head of the of the group that makes all these Sonic games. Why am I uh quoting him? Because he decided to go and uh talk about how well <laughs> I gotta say this correctly, he he has a certain feeling about what sonic games are supposed to be which is fine except it's incredibly condescending to the fans who have their own feeling of what sonic games are supposed to be so what did he have to say i would tell you if this bloody web page would pop up uh there we go he goes it's very clear to me that just going fast does not make it fun You could be, you know, just running in a straight line, like super duper fast, but it's going to be kind of boring. You're not going to feel like you're going fast. And it's really through the design of the course and the things you're having to do where you feel that speed and where you feel that fun. So regardless, if it's a 2D game or 3D linear zone, it's that sensation, that feeling when you play Sonic that the team is really focused on. Sure, Jan, (laughs) I, I definitely had that feeling in Sonic 06 or uh sonic and the werehog uh sonic of the black knight uh what was the other one sonic forces yeah totally felt that there you know where i did feel it sonic mania (laughs) okay the reason i found this incredibly condescending and spirit and channeling the spirit of tyler um we all the fans know that it's not just about Sonic being fast. Fast was just the gimmick to make him different than Mario. That was, that was their...
3: the gimmick for ride, the Genesis. Exactly,
0: right? Was. Sonic, was... Sonic was fast. Mario, you know, just trotted along. Mario was pudgy. Sonic was kind of thin. I mean, not really. He had the gut early on, but you know, they, they slimmed him down eventually. You know, he's... Sonic's got the attitude. Mario is just all happy. Let's go and all that. We know that the speed was just one factor in it. The problem is that for a lot of these games, outside Sonic Mania, which is, again, made by fans, you're taking away the feeling of that speed in the courses and having fun in the courses and in the world. And you can run in a straight line in a Sonic game and make it fun if you're making the rest of the game interesting. You forgot how to do that. Notice I didn't even mention Sonic Boom.
3: (laughs) I don't think they even remember Sonic Boom.
0: Yeah. Uh. Yeah. So, uh... Yeah, try and explain the fun in that game where you could literally spam a jump button and go through the entire level because of a glitch. But you missed. So, and hey, like we said last week, Sonic Frontiers looks like it could be a return to form. But this one and certain other quotes he's been saying, like, uh... Remember when they said that Sonic Frontiers is being made to have high review scores? <laughs> Remember we that? We want to
3: make sure it has high review scores. Yeah. So you're
0: yeah. Or...
1: <laughs> Jeez, kind of like jumping the gun there. Yeah. yeah.
0: And they said, like, oh, we listen to the fans. Do you, though? <laughs> For the past how many years did you listen to the fans? Yeah. And do you that? Like, if you did, we're a Sonic Mania 2. <laughs>
3: Paramount, I think, listens a little better than they do, to be honest.
0: <laughs> yeah. So... And I don't even like the Sonic movies. I haven't watched them, but, like, I, there's too many humans in it. Just let's just say it. Leave it at <laughs> that. Too many humans. <laughs> Sonic 06 vibes. Is there. that what you're saying? No. <laughs> well, I mean, no one's kissed Sonic yet, but there's going to be a third movie, so you never know. You never know. There'll be
3: Shadow. You know that. <laughs> oh, I could make a joke there,
0: but I won't. Let's move on. So, it's just, I, I feel at times that Sonic Team is just trying to cover their sorry butts. Because they're trying to say, like, Sonic for Tears will be great because it's the way we want to make it. Okay. But
3: saying just... you didn't make it the way you wanted to make it on previous games? Yeah. Or... Right, right. <laughs> What's that mean? Entertain... I feel like a lot of their, like, quotes just kind of are quotes for the sake of quotes.
1: Yeah. Right, right, right. And, like, the, the games that sells, was it for the sake of entertaining the Sonic fans? Yeah. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah, which is something that sakurai as we'll talk about later said like if nothing else make something to entertain the fans you have failed in that sonic (laughs) team. so and again yes sonic frontiers it could change things it could be the direction that they want to and like there was even people complaining about how they were copying pasting levels into sonic frontiers in the digital zone which you know i can understand both sides of that argument but if you're going to do it, why not just make a full-on game of, like, the original levels or remixes of them like Sonic Mania did, or just make Sonic Mania 2, you know? Or
3: just making other generations, is what you're saying? No, <laughs> or, Sonic, or
0: Sonic Adventure 3. <laughs> you know, you have the options. You've just
3: chosen over and over again not to do them. But we're not getting Adventure 3 till we get Half-Life 3. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, I doubt, I doubt or, that. Or, or
0: Portal 3, or, t- or Portal. Fortress 3, or, uh... Exactly! Or Overwatch <laughs> 3. No, <laughs> don't, don't. I'll start with them. They'll release that next year if you, if you tell they them. Will do that They'll do do it. Oh. They'll do it. Don't you tempt them? Don't you do it, Scott? <laughs> anyway And to further cement how insulting this kind is, you know what? There's another rumor of a 2D Mario game. And do you want to bet what that will play like? Every other 2D Mario game, because that's what the fans want. All right. So yes, there is a uh, another insider rumor from Zippo. I don't know if you remember that ju- that joke, Scott. I try and say Zippo different every time because I'm so annoyed by this dude. <laughs> he has already claimed a new Donkey Kong game, another 2D Metroid game, multiple Fire Emblem games. He was the one, the ones who said we were going to get Mario Kart Nine, and we didn't.
3: Oh, um, he's that one. Yeah, okay. He's that, guy.
0: He's that <laughs> I, guy. I remember
3: seeing him all over when that was being really. Exactly. Rumored. <laughs> he said,
0: and no, I don't count tour as nine. That's a mobile game, not a console one. All right. Yeah, nobody counts that as nine. There you go. <laughs> so, but he's been saying like all these things. And now he's saying that, oh, there's another 2D Mario game in development. It might come out next year. And then I thought about it and I'm like, you know what? We might just because, in the grand scale, we haven't had a new 2D Mario title. It, on the Switch console, we had Mario Maker Two, which is close but not exactly the same, and then we had Mario Brothers U Deluxe ported over from the Wii U, like every other port of every main <laughs> Wii U game, except for Xenoblade Chronicles X. I'm <laughs> seeing a pattern here, Nintendo. Anyway, so release the X
3: edition on Switch. <laughs> release
0: the, Release the X. There you go. Hashtag, release the X. Um, I'm fine with this. I think that we we could definitely use another 2D Mario game. It'll, it's they're. I don't want to say they're easy to make, obviously, but they're simpler to make. You know, people are gonna buy it because they will want a casual Mario game to play, and this will add a little bit more of a buffer for whatever the next Odyssey title is.
1: Yeah, yeah, like would t- would definitely do for one, and I can only imagine like if. If the R and D team has made something like very new to add to freshen up the formula, then by all means, I think the fans would definitely appreciate what they have to offer. Like, yeah, we, we can only get so much from Mario Maker levels. I mean, again, Kaizo levels, we and all that. Sure, you you give the fans the toolbox to make their own it's fine. But if you have something new that's n- isn't in the toolbox of Mario Maker, then by all means, definitely show it off like I, I would love to see like what kind of new ideas if it, it's it, it, stupid or not we definitely want to see some like any ideas at all coming from
0: you never forget they they put mario in a cat suit mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm, mm-hmm, <laughs> so we've had yes the yes they suit. did yes
0: so we have had the cat suit the frog suit the tanuki suit there's the uh, what was it the double berry um fire flower ice flower
1: bobby suit yeah
0: yeah they they no idea is too weird for Mario at this point. And that's fine, because as long as it adds just that little extra detail to make the game fun, we're gonna buy it. You hear that, Sonic (laughs) Team? You don't have to change the formula too much, you just have to make sure that the feeling, the feeling is there. And you wonder why you don't make consoles anymore. Zing!
3: (laughs) Hey, don't ditch on the Dreamcast. (laughs) (laughs) I, I
0: don't have to, everybody else did. Oh! ouch (laughs) the the, the ps the playstation sends its regards (laughs) oh all right uh next okay this this is one that's almost too stupid to talk about but i have to because people are idiots gentlemen did you know that there was a splatoon 3 demo last weekend
3: oh you didn't
1: Mm, say i I think there was yeah Yeah. and did
0: you know that people were so impatient to play the game that they actually made a homemade patch where you could skip the tutorial and go right into the game like the cheaters that they are (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and did you know even further that nintendo found those people and have been using their uh tags and such on nintendo switch online to ban them from the game wow yeah yeah <laughs> this, this is all true by the way all of it it's true <laughs> all of it uh it's <laughs> the real game, the, the, the demo the bans, everything <laughs> it's real yes some people were so impatient to play Splatoon 3 that they made a patch that would let you skip a tutorial so you can go right into the cine in the lobby to get some extra practice time in before the demo actually started or whatever. And uh, Nintendo apparently had anti-cheat security in the game <laughs> from the previous Splatoon title to search out these people. And they dropped the ban hammer so dang fast.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, to be fair, we don't know if this will be a long-term ban. Or a short-term one, or just a "hey, we know what you're gonna do" kind of ban. But like, seriously, don't do this. Don't be those people. Nintendo. This is one thing I could totally agree with. Nintendo One. We don't need patches by you. We don't need you know little things to help you cheat. Play fair or don't play at all. Okay. (laughs) I have a hard enough time winning a Splatoon match without. (laughs) Take your darn turf, dang it! You know, right. Your, turf, know your role and ink your dang turf. Right,
1: right. And of course, again, like do what uh, like normal people do. Just make multiple U- region accounts. Play in Japan time. Play in UK time, and then you're good. But yeah, no, you have, like, yeah, yeah. It's so, just, yeah,
0: Like I, I just couldn't believe. I'm like, wait a minute. How, how could they get banned for a demo? And I found then I read the tweets and like, dang, they really got banned for cheating in a demo. Cheating in a demo. <laughs> Like, like, think about this seriously. If this was like, if this was an invitational, like you, the one you like play at home and you can get into over, over the world, I could understand you cheating in that to an extent because, you know, leg up and all that. If you were cheating just to screw with your friends, fine. But this is a demo. We didn't earn anything. We weren't, we didn't level up. We didn't get any items. We didn't, you know, accolades or whatever outside of the medals. Everything we got was gone by the time the demo was done. There's nothing to port to the main game. Why in the world did you cheat? <laughs> oh, but I wanted to get into the game faster.
3: It's a whole like 20 minutes faster, man. Yeah. And that's at most. Right,
2: <laughs> anyway, right.
0: And the game was still going to end 12 hours later, no matter how quickly you got into it. Was <laughs> practice time really that important to you?
1: <laughs> and like, I'm just wondering, like, with this, with these bans, like, is it just for the banning for the demo and not from the full game itself? That's
0: I don't know, okay. but they they implied it was for the whole game, which mm. I'm not sure how they would enforce. But you know, life finds a way, and Nintendo definitely <laughs> finds ways to screw. Nintendo players over. has their ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo ninjas, you don't
1: mess with them. You don't mess with Nintendo ninjas.
0: Dang straight, dang straight. I was like, remember, we Nintendo, so you Nintendo. Don't you dare. Alright. Let's see. Next up. Okay, this is a short one. Uh, Mario Kart Tour, for those of you that do play it. (laughs) Which is no one on this podcast, but this is an interesting topic nonetheless. Uh, They have a new event coming out on September 6th. It is Team Mario versus Team Luigi. So, how does that work? They have divided up the entire roster evenly. So, no, no favoritism to Mario for once. And You will pick a a a player to race as, and as long as you're on Team Mario, you will get points for Mario. If you're on Team Luigi, you get points for Luigi. And may the best racers win. And the more you play, you'll get special coins and badges and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So, if you are finally ready to let Luigi finally win one over Mario, now (laughs) have Luigi
3: have his day.
0: (laughs) Yes,
1: I mean, have his day. He had his year, so why not? (laughs) He did have his year. Yeah. now,
0: Now, now it's time for his victory lap. (laughs) Uh 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 so uh, again that starts on september 6th so if you do play the game go enjoy on the other side of things if you are a fan of Dragalia Lost, you are running out of time
1: Mm, yeah so we have officially gotten the the closing date for Dragalia Lost, and that is november 29th so yeah just a little about two months left to play this thing so if you want to get get the uh and also in the details like you can no longer add any um buy any purchases at the i think at the end of the on november month one of those months so yeah like don't put any more money into this game if you already have which honestly i don't think why you why even want to invest in this game when this game is so generous so but yeah regalia loss gonna be ending on november 29th and yeah i'm kind of sad it's gonna go just because it actually is a very kind gotcha but lo and behold, not all things come to an end. And yeah, the only thing I'm just going to remember is that opening song. It's just like, uh, it's popping my head. It's popping my head.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was a lot of people forget that uh, this was one of the more successful games of the Nintendo Mobile Initiative. And mm-hmm. like, remember, remember, Pokemon Go is not a part of this. That's Niantic and Pokemon Company. The top game what is still fire emblem heroes by a wide margin for reasons yes. that i can't possibly fathom at all no nope, no nope, definitely I has wonder. nothing to do yeah. with uh,
3: any of uh, the female variety no <laughs>
0: no definitely not but and then in second was dragalia lost and you could say but they're both gotcha games yeah but you could still make money. welcome
3: to mobile gaming exactly
0: <laughs> and trust me there are other mobile games like Oh, I don't know. Diablo Immortal, which isn't... which uh, <laughs> that's, still, that's still gotcha, but not in the overall sense, I suppose. It doesn't matter.
1: It's the forest kind of gotcha. It, it's,
0: it, it is, has RNG of some kind. It is. It's just... true. So, you know, that, thing, that game's the devil, so let's just move on. Um, But Jargalia Lost did a lot. It did really well, so I'm actually surprised it's shutting down, but I guess if you have no more story to tell, you should shut down the game. Isn't that right? Fire Emblem.
2: <laughs> no Now
0: no, let's, <laughs> no, let's make an infinite amount of stories including uh, a side one about a, a a light god and his cow serpent slash daughter now
1: oh you mentioned that, that part you're
0: yeah. actually reading stuff i just skip it now
2: <laughs> i at least want to try and understand and then
1: yeah, yeah, that part of it is like, yeah, like yes. Unfortunately, I must do the sacrifice to get the light fruit for for Alphonse. And no, I must go. It, it, this ritual has killed me. But I always looked at you as my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's definitely more of the cornier stories out there. But again, like it's the tropish of tropes, the stereotypes of stereotypes in, in, in these sto- games. But, yeah, like, I know Fire Emblem can, Intelligences can definitely do better stories. I mean, again, I think Book 2, and heck, even uh, to, to the point of, like, the house story was actually pretty decent. But, yeah, these stories, come on, don't fall too heavily on the tropes. Come on.
0: Yeah, I'm still trying to figure out if uh, Shirena is actually Shirena. Because oh. remember the doppelganger. Oh. Like, right, I never re-
3: re- re-examined <laughs> like, that.
0: Am I really hurt? That
3: that was a plot point that happened. Yeah. <laughs>
0: it was just like, I don't, I don't know, but like, that, are, isn't the point to know, like, it, it actually matters, okay? Um, so, uh, th- thanks for everything Jagalia lost. Again, we'll let you, we'll remind people, like, you know, we're a few days away, more than likely, so. But if you haven't, if you haven't finished the game, do it now. <laughs> do it now! Do it! It. All right, this next story kind of pains me to talk about, but we must, we must talk about it. So I do apologize in advance. We've got to talk about the Nintendo Switch Pro uh, again. All right, here's the story. There's another insider. Notice we're talking about a lot of insiders today. There's, a, there's an insider who was called out earlier for saying that he's basically lying about his reports and saying that he's trying to sell a scam and one of them was about the Nintendo Switch Pro. And so he was called out about it and he goes, "Oh, we'll see how much of a scam it is when it releases in the first half of
3: 2023." Uh, that's a lie. Really? <laughs> that's a now,
1: That's an interesting bet.
0: Yeah, so uh I look, first of all, could it happen? Absolutely. Absolutely. It it absolutely could happen. Do you want to know why I think it won't happen? Because there's this thing out there called semiconductors. Mm. And they're in really short supply. And so if Nintendo was to release a new system, especially one that's an improved Switch system, they would kind of want as many semiconductors as possible to make sure that they could sell as many of them as possible. You know, not unlike what's happening with the PS5 and the Xbox Series X (laughs) and S right now.
3: Yeah, don't you know you're going to get a PS5 Pro and an Xbox Series
0: XS?
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. All, right. all, all I'm saying is that I have heard for literal years now that the Nintendo Switch Pro is coming. I don't mind people having hope. But as Hawkeye said, we all know what you don't want to give me, and that's hope.
2: <laughs>
0: also, though, at this point in time, it just doesn't make sense to release it this late. If it was like year three, so Switch is out, it's proven a the success, they wanted to do better, get it out in year three, and you have like five years of the Nintendo Switch Pro to bank on. Now you're going into year five. If it does come out in the first half of 2023, which is anything but guaranteed right now, that means you're going into year six with a pro console that a lot of people would argue should have came out a couple years back. So, like, what would be the point? And, again, there have been multiple insiders and a Bloomberg report. That always threw me off, was that Bloomberg (laughs) was reporting on this, saying, oh, it's going to release in, like, the next year or so. It hasn't! It still hasn't! Until Nintendo says that a Nintendo Switch Pro is coming, stop saying it's coming! Because it's not.
2: (laughs) Okay?
1: yeah like all these people are saying like oh the switch pro coming even i gotta say like dude just wait until nintendo says something just don't even say anything about it just wait for nintendo and if they lie they lie if it comes it comes just don't just don't
0: also really quickly nintendo reaffirmed that they are not going to uh increase their switch prices so suck it sony Yeah. All right, moving on. We have, uh, okay, this is a this is a story that fills me with joy, and hopefully for a lot of you too. If you go to the official Pokemon Center website, you will find not one but two really cool new sections of things that you can get. The first is new Pokemon plushies of the uh, Paldea starters. Nice, nicely sized. They're about, I think they said like 9 to 11 inches tall, which is not a bad size at all. And as a guy who was a proud owner of an EV plushie, which I'm looking at right now, um, I, I know a lot of people who are going to want these because they have, you want to rep your starter right off the bat. But the thing that I am going to buy later tonight is that they have released a new set of Pokemon jackets.
2: Ooh.
0: Oh, yeah. Um, it's It's for real. And... When I say jackets, I mean like these things look fly. I will, I'll, I'll drop you guys the link in our in the Discord, but they have one for several different Pokemon, including the one that I am going to get with Rayquaza. Yeah, and then they have uh, uh, Articuno, Zapdos, Moltres. They have one for Charizard. It's like they're it's super dope. Like it is. Oh, and Ga- they even have a Gengar one for all you ghost types Ooh. out there. They ha- yeah they do have a Pikachu jacket if you're interested. Well, duh. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> obviously. If they didn't do a Pikachu
3: jacket, someone in PR is doing their job wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: I would I would agree with that, but also why do the legendary birds in Rayquaza instead of like, you know, the original starters? Like they have Charizard, but they don't have Blastoise or Venusaur. Like I have someone who would kill for a Bulbasaur jacket. Yeah, and- that's true. And I'm like, don't get me wrong, I'm totally buying that Rayquaza thing. It looks so dang dope. I mean, I would, I, usually I'm a blue kind of guy, but Rayquaza's the bomb and the dragon. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm also totally going to make a custom Pokemon shirt with me on the Rayquaza, with me screaming, I'm on a freaking dragon! <laughs> <laughs> just because I can't, like, and the, the, the actual, sorry, I meant to just drop you guys the link. Um, the actual like designs of the Pokemon on the back looks so cool. It's very simplistic, but it's a lot of fun. And so, just to warn you, they are 119 dollars. <laughs> but come once you see the jackets, you'll be like, dude, this is worth it. I mean, it's got that simple design, but you you're gonna love it, all right? And they're they're button up jackets, so you know you can have the cool like ripping off effect, which we all would do, obviously and uh i dropped the link in the discord when you guys want to check it out but yeah uh, it's uh, here we go stay warm and look cool with rayquaza it's all about the details with this black jacket that features an outline of rayquaza on the back and a smaller silhouette on a chest bright green piping and trim enhanced its sporty feel and the insulated design and stand color take comfort to the next level chilly weather and bug types beware this is one cozy <laughs> high flying high flying <laughs> yeah!
1: I mean, again, I like, mean, <laughs> from how it is, it, yeah, I definitely appreciate the simplistic design. And of course, like, one, if you want to get that extra Pokemon drip in your wardrobe, but by, then by all means, yeah. like, yeah, definitely go for the, it. Definitely if
3: you're a Pokemon fan. T- yeah. t- t- well, they have an Eevee one, too. Wait, they do? Yeah. Wait, what? where? The Eevee can't wait bomber jacket. Hold on.
0: I did not see that. Hold on. The $75 one.
1: one? Yeah, yeah. Bomber
3: jacket.
0: $75. Yeah, I did not see that it's That's right
1: weird. it's right before the the new the, the pokemon checks that you said
0: oh oh wow okay let me look at this I, ha- I mean this would you know it just doesn't appeal to me as much i mean i don't want to be that guy
1: <laughs> i mean unless you're not an eevee person
3: fine
1: no, i just
0: told you i have an eevee plushie shut up is it because it doesn't <laughs> have the
3: little lines the rest of them do? It,
0: it kind of does. I mean, it doesn't It doesn't feel... I mean, look, like, they have, like, a name badge. It doesn't feel you know. like Sonic. It doesn't know. feel like
2: Eevee <laughs> or so. Exactly.
0: And, and then the, the back image is fine, but, you know, I, I love the design of the other ones more. Sorry, Eevee. But, like, if it was, like... If it wasn't the, the style of the other ones with, like, the brown trim and, like, that that, that stenciled outline, that would be cool. I mean, the, the back design has... Like the references to all the evolutions, which is cool. It just it doesn't pop as much, you know. It does it doesn't have that same like flair that the other jackets have. It's it's cool. Also, I can't get it because it's not in double XL apparently. Darn. Oh,
3: the real reason. <laughs> like, I mean, which
0: which means I have to order my my Rayquaza jacket before the double XL sells sells out. Ah. <laughs> but uh, that that is so cool for me. Like this is the kind of stuff that. I don't buy a lot of things for myself. It's just I I have a thing about it. But when I see something like these jackets, I have to get them. Like it's not even a thing. I have to get them. Like it's like it's almost like a compulsion. Like come on. <laughs> almost. <a laughs> so compulsion. like going back to the, going back to SpongeBob. <laughs> not quite. Not needed. quite. A compulsion. One at a time. One at a time. <laughs> to, Scott, make your joke first.
3: Oh, I said it's almost like a compulsion, because it's not a real compulsion. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, I could I could not buy it, but I feel the urge to. Like, that's how you know it's, it's something good for your eyes, because it's like, I want to buy it, versus, you know, I could buy it, but do I need to? And then this one's like, no, I need to buy this, because I... <laughs> I need to have attack of the drip people, all right. I I need to like you know walk into a comic con with a request jacket, doing a strut, my throw in full effect, you know. <laughs> These are the things that give my life meaning. All right. <laughs> all right, disco
1: stew, we got you. Disco stew. I don't know, I was like like that. And basically going like basically going to spongebob shop like that. Like basically, you need it. Like, okay. You need flowing, right? Yeah.
0: I just. <laughs> I I don't I want to look cool for once, guys. I just <laughs> want to look cool. So, but it's on the official Pokemon Center website. So definitely go and check that out if you're interested. Again, they got really cool designs and the plushies are there too. But it's a it's the official site. So this is quality stuff. All right. Uh. Yeah, that's it. That's that's all. That's good.
1: Uh wait, what what Poketoon that was released on my oh, yeah. channel?
0: With the uh, if you recall us talking about Poketoon, I've posted them in the past. Um All of them have been officially translated into English and on the official Pokemon YouTube channel. There's eight episodes in all, from the uh original with uh, Scrafty and Mimikyu, which is the very Looney Tune style, <coughs> to <coughs> the uh the trainer with the Nidoran, which invokes the feeling of the original game. Uh, the one where the kid gets turned into a Gengar because why not? And uh, these are really cool. Th- they're really cool episodes. They're shorts. Uh, set just set in the Pokemon world. They're really creative stories. Really nice visual designs. Kind of like Pokemon Hisui and Snow. So again, they're on the official Pokemon YouTube channel. Go check that out. Uh, they're they're really really cool. So and now they're translated. You're welcome. All right, and now we shall go into our uh, final segment, which is we're gonna keep it simple because Daddy Sakurai has been trying to teach us more about game design. (laughs) What the heck was that? Uh (laughs) Anyway, Daddy Sakurai has been trying to teach us more about game design. And so we're gonna break down some of what he's been teaching us recently. So Scott will let's be game makers. All right, so since we last talked, there have been a few more uh, game, or there's been four more videos, one about frame rates, one about risk and reward, game development isn't a game, and then the newest one, which literally launched a a literal hour before we did the podcast, <laughs> two of us haven't watched that one yet, about the perils of lag, which we can all sympathize with, truly. Um, and I just want us to go th- through, not, not, episode episode but just talk in general about what we've learned from daddy sakurai because i find these so refreshing because he's not trying to beat the information into us but he's also not trying to condescend us he's trying to be helpful he's trying to be in a way inspirational and all the while investing in us his knowledge of what he's learned over the past however many years a great example of this is the one that i watched before the podcast which was game development is not a game where he talks about you know yes You can have fun making video games, but it's still a job. And sometimes you're gonna work on things that you don't think about working on, or you don't feel like this is your type of genre. And even when you're a game director, you're not always gonna get to make the games that you want. He even notes that his first game in Kirby Dreamland wasn't exactly a game that he himself would play because he made it to be a, a very accessible title.
2: Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. He
0: wanted it to be a game that everyone could play, whereas he, at the time, was a very experienced gamer. So this one appealed to him on a gamer level versus you know other titles that he would absolutely have fun with. He even made a, pu- a puzzle block game, even though he's not good at those personally. But he made them because that was the requirement, that was the job and i think that's very insightful and it seems obvious but a lot of people forget about that because they go oh and i was this way once too i was like oh i'm gonna get into development <laughs> the I was naive once upon a time. <laughs> and, trust me i seriously thought that at this point in my life i'd be working for nintendo all right i i, I have applied to multiple nintendo jobs in my life and i i've never made it and that's just the sad fact of life but
3: okay i thought i was going to be a game director of my own company <laughs>
0: yeah, I, th- I, I thought I would be uh, at another also if it wasn't for Nintendo I would be at another company that I worked for before but because of some things that happened behind the scenes that never happened and that's pretty sad to me because I, I know I did nothing wrong but uh, and actually that's another good example of this my first game job outside of website writing was I worked on Century the Third I've talked about this in the podcast that, is, that before I played that game that was a game I would never have played I never wanted to play the St. Shore franchise because it was too closely tied to Grand Theft Auto. At my point, I did not like the idea of senseless violence. I thought that I'm not, I don't curse. So, you know, them saying, you know, dropping bombs, every other sentence or whatever didn't appeal to me. But then when I finally played the game, I'm like, you know, this is actually kind of fun. Violence! Violence! You know, but and I learned because of that. I learned from playing this game that I at first didn't want to play, and I only really had to be forced into applying. Thank applying to thanks mom, and true story. And I now have an appreciation for those games. Now, do I still want? To, do I want to play Grand Theft Auto? Heck no. But do I want to work on a Grand Theft Auto game? Heck no. But I can still take what I learned from that and apply it to the games that I would eventually want to make. I still dream of making a video game, and I want to one day. Well, Will I? I don't know. But if I do, or if I get to work for an actual game company, I will work for them the way they want me to, because that would be my job, which is all what Sakurai wanted.
1: Yes, yeah, like that video itself is definitely dropping some, like, the harsh, the cold, hard truths about the world. Like, yeah, even though, like, there, and of course, a lot of people, especially the young generation, like, oh, they have the stardite dreams. Like, unfortunately, reality ain't kind, unfortunately. So, like, there'll be times when like, he literally said, like, if you like to draw cutie things, but then you have to go design on a zombie model, then yeah, that's kind of, as I said, like, it, any job that you do, be it game design or in real life, like, sometimes you gotta have to do things that you do not like. But again, that's what the senior needs. That's what the, the big ups want. And that's how you get through things. Like, sure, it may not be something you do, but again, it's a job. You gotta do it. Like, and if there's something you can find enjoyable about it, then yeah, that that's pretty much another good thing. You got to find some things like parts of the job that you enjoy that gives you some sort of enjoyment and happiness. Mm-hmm. And in here in game designs, like yeah, you gotta you gotta dig, dig deep. Like no matter what kind of job, not just game design, but just like whatever the job it is, you have to find that part that will keep you going in the future. And who knows, maybe someday, like in indie or some sort, you will be able to make that dream job, uh, dream project. Into a reality someday, but again, you gotta, you gotta keep going. You just gotta keep going.
0: Yeah, and you might remember, you might notice that, uh, especially recently, there have been a lot of games revealed, and you always see the title like former Grand Theft Auto developer, former <laughs> Fallout creator, former Naughty Dog personnel come, come together to make new studio and new game. That happens all the time
3: yes it does oh yeah oh yeah that's
0: that's great because that means they they got the experience they got the connections and they got the money to go and say hey let's just do this ourselves let's make the game that we want to make or at least try to and that's how a lot of great gaming franchises come out look at bioware like literally look at the history of bioware before mass effect and look at all the things that they did to make their games the way they wanted and then they got to make the titles that they really wanted, including KOTOR and Mass Effect. And then they made the games that they didn't want, like Anthem, <laughs> because that yeah. was the job. And then we all regret it. So, but it's, it's a process. And I loved how Sakurai noted that he makes games that he himself wouldn't want to play, but that's okay. And then he, he notes right at the end, if nothing else, make games to entertain players. Do you hear that, Sega? Maybe. Or any other
1: game in the industry. Or anybody in the or industry. Or anybody in the industry. Like I, like, I don't know. Atlas. Like, not, not Well, I would argue Atlas. But uh, Activision. I mean, Activision.
3: Oh. Activision, for EA, sure. EA. Ubisoft. Wait.
1: Like, EA?
0: Dude, that would mean they have to have a soul. <laughs> uh, that's true. That's true. That, yeah, yeah I, I'm mistaken. Thank you. Yeah, right. you're, you're welcome. But no, there, it is about entertaining players. And you could tell the ones that were made just for money. <laughs> Diablo Immortal. And the ones that were meant to entertain players. It, it shows, and that's why everyone loves Sakurai, because we know that he puts everything he has into the games he makes, whether they be Kirby or Kid Icarus or Smash Brothers or whatever, because he wants to make the gamers happy. And I can respect that. I would want to do that with my title, should I be able to make one. So I appreciate that from Daddy Sakurai.
1: It's just really so ha- Like, that... Earnest like mentality that Sakurai has that is just kind of sad and it it's so rare in this industry. Like, like the only one I only know that probably kind of shares the same philosophy is indeed the late Satoru Iwata. Again, he is again on his business card, he may be a CEO, but in his heart is a gamer, and like. Like that philosophy, even like going back to the original Earthbound games, like when he made the, that game, it's like yeah, that thing was like a strange title, but at the same time, it entertained. So now, like here's hope, and with uh, Sakurai being on YouTube and sharing his wisdom, like again, like the fact that we we need this reminder in the industry now more than ever, like yeah. we need more people that share this kind of philosophy like yeah make games because you want to entertain not to make money i mean sure it's important but not that that's the side point make games to entertain people actually make something that you want and who knows like they they will listen to that message that oh it's something it's more than money it's something else it's an experience that you can only get with this game so yeah it's just kind of in a way it's kinda of sad that and ne- this needs to be reminded now more than ever.
0: Yeah. Uh another one that he did that I really liked was the uh risk versus reward section. Mm-hmm. And he did a, a a beautiful breakdown of Space Invaders, which is not meant to be hmm. the deepest game ever. Like it's No fun... <laughs> Right, right. Mm-hmm. It's meant to be a fun, fast paced arcade title and yet he perfectly breaks down. Why it's so compelling and why it has endured uh, so dang long, it's because it was comp- uh, uh, comprised of certain elements that when you put them together, it makes you want to win. From their, how they go down to go to the uh, the defenses of the fortresses to make sure you have safe housing. The way the bullets are shot, there's actually an arc pattern to them, which I never noticed before, which is really cool. And then he actually thinks he found a glitch in the game where you can actually have like the Doomsday Scroll and be like right next to them and shoot them, but if you miss, you'll die. And right, right. It's like I never, a, I never got that far, but b, <laughs> I
3: never had them get that far either. So yeah, exactly. yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: We we were so good at the game. We were so
3: good. Wasn't it wasn't that we died beforehand or anything like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. So I I'm just I'm just saying like that he has such insight into these games, and it's just funny how you can take something as simple as risk and reward and make it clear that hey, this is what you need to go for to invoke this feeling within your players. I'm like yeah i i can see that
1: mm, mm, mm. like this even this, like the classic moments like the original super mario Bros. like yeah like the, that koopa just kept approaching like okay let's risk gaining more risk and like oh you can use it and like jump on the koopa kill all those goombas and while follow, r- rushing to the show but also that risk of it coming back to you hurt you so like that that moments, like when sakurai uh showed off is like oh okay even <laughs> way back when when technology was like back in its beginning years still can uh, sh- uh portray-, portray that idea it's just like wow like and that, I guess that's kind of one of the main reasons why retro games has still be revered as like classic why people still go back to it these days just because it has that basic idea what Sakurai showed off and like it still remained pure in those days yeah
3: yeah I mean it's also because like they needed to ha- like they. Basically needed to have that engagement because of we didn't have to really necessarily have all these pretty graphics or anything like that because the game itself was just supposed to be entertaining and engaging for the sake of entertaining and engaging.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Right, it's just so,
3: I'm glad that he goes through like the older games, and I think that even goes through uh, what I liked about with just discussing his insight with just not not just the games, but also like the hardware for the games as well, like with the frames. And the lag he just talked a lot about like how the tvs would used to work versus how they work now and how like gaming has changed in the industry just because of the hardware alone kind of makes things more difficult because there's now so many different refresh rates rather than oh you have two different tvs versus now we have so many different tvs and we have so many computer monitors that need to have so many different types of refresh rates that change everything at once it's just like gaming has changed a lot because of the hardware has changed a lot And we need to have a lot more like uniformity in games for that. Whereas when like the old SNES and NES, they had two TVs they made games for the European one. And then the American one, where it's just like they have, this one has 25 frames per second refresh rate. This one has 30 refresh rate, and they just focused it on that.
0: Because of his, you know, uh, his experience and his, insight as a game director and having making so many different kinds of games you you can you can trust his word he's not he's not trying to over complicate things <laughs> but he's trying to make sure that you know he he tells you what you need to know versus what you think you need to know at times and it's enough to get you started it's these little things that really will add up to something special so I can appreciate that. And I look forward to every single one that Daddy Sakurai is gonna do. <laughs> like, I can't wait for him to talk more about the Smash Brothers series. I know, yes. I, I know he will uh, eventually. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, like, just aside from, like, that. I mean, sure, again, mostly us on the game development side, but, like, if there's anything from his project, be it Kirby or even Smash Bros., if they talk about, like, I don't know, even, like, the licensing of it all. Like, If they talk about the licensing department or, like, the musical department of it all, then by all means, I, I would love to hear, like, a, a video of Sermon from, from Sakura himself. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> so, uh, to, to wrap up, what's, now that we know, kind of, the videos that he is making, what's one that you would like to hear from him based on what we've already seen so far?
1: Ah, uh, like I know he talked regarding to frames per second already, so that's already been done. But if there's one aspect I kind of want him to talk about, hmm. I mean, maybe in regards to like instead of like basing on your on Nintendo systems purely, like have a bit more openness to like other systems. I mean, sure, we love okay. competition, but basically, like, do not forget about the importance like of the consoles that you're making games for like be a pc or or the um, ps4 ps5 xbox or switch so like basically um maybe a, a session in regards to like the importance of the hardware i mean sure it's, it doesn't over uh compensate for going to gameplay but yeah definitely do not mis- do not um, omit it entirely
2: mm-hmm. what
3: i'd want to see is how he deals with like game ui and like how to make things more, I guess, user-friendly kind of deal.
0: Yeah, for me, um, I would actually like him to admit the things that he wishes he knew earlier on, like uh, in regards to Splash Brothers Ultimate, learn when to stop. (laughs) (laughs) Because we all know the stories of Sakurai, how he had like an IV in his arm as he was working on Ultimate and the Wii U game. And, uh, like, know your limits, Master Wayne. You know, that has no limits. Yes, but a game developer does. So I- I'd like to hear, like, some more of those lessons um, where it's, like, I- I'm trying to help you so that you don't exactly become like me. Because <laughs> even I push things too far. You know, I thought it was a great idea to do t DLC packs in Smash Brothers. What so could <laughs> possibly go wrong? I thought having Minecraft Steve in the game was a good idea. Uh, no, I will not let that go. So, uh, <laughs> oh, good,
1: uh, I guess next week is going to be the Amiibo release. <laughs>
0: uh, that's fine. I don't matter if he, he was an Amiibo. I just don't want him as Smash Brothers anymore. All right? <laughs> I will not let this go. I will not. So, hopefully, we get uh, even more. He's been releasing these, you know, somewhat semi frequently, like every few days or so. About like
1: every th- yeah, yeah, once per three days, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. Says he released one today, but he released one yesterday too at the time it's recording. That it was three years after that, two before that. Then it was like that's when the sh- the channel started. So he's been doing doing this semi regularly, and I appreciate it because he can. I, I don't know how many he's gonna make, but he can clearly keep going and, going and
1: going. I mean, he could again, the fact that he's not making money out of this. I mean, this was per- perfect for a YouTube career, but again, he's not making money so. <laughs> like yeah this is just basically a pure passion project so i can only imagine like will he do it until retirement i don't know i mean <laughs> yeah. yes.
0: i mean, I don't know i mean because of the the youtube model it's honestly curious to wonder how much he is making he's i mean he's not getting millions of views which is fine because this is very much he even admits that this is niche but yeah he's, he's doing like hundreds of thousands per video
1: Last I checked on the numbers, I think he was like 700 seven hundred thousand subscribers, seven hundred k. Yeah, oh. I think. Oh, if no, you
3: combine no. his Japanese with his English one,
1: better. Uh, uh, okay, 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 yeah. So yeah because he,
3: cause he has lunch- four hundred on e- four hundred thousand in English and three hundred thousand in Japan. Yes. Okay, okay, okay total.
0: Okay. Yeah. So, and then his his biggest one is his, his opening video, not surprisingly, which is over five hundred thousand views. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So, but he's got 216, 324, 248, 276, 190, 149 currently, and then the new one just started, so it's only at 39,000, but he's doing well, he's doing very well, and hopefully he keeps getting, it keeps growing, because quite frankly, he deserves it. Oh, big time. Oh, for sure, for sure. (laughs) He deserves it, so. All right. And with that, we are ending this episode of the Nintendo RTM podcast. I've already made a reference to you know who, so I will not be randomly shouting his name now. So you're welcome. Uh, See, I just got to parse it out. I got to, I got to get rid of the word earlier in the show and then I'll be fine. Okay. Uh, Do let us know what you've been thinking of uh, daddy Sakurai's videos and which ones you have enjoyed the most. Uh, Are you on board with the Nintendo direct happening in the next Let's just say two weeks or so, and what do you personally want to see in it? Do you want it to be Zelda focused? Do you want a Metroid Prime remaster? Do you want Breath of the Wild 2 and a lot of new game announcements? Maybe the return of uh, Advance Wars, because that game's still out there, right? Right. <laughs> just <laughs> hovering in the ether space, just waiting to wait, waiting for deployment. There you go. There's a reference. Waiting for deployment. Um, let us know. And of course, uh, what do you think about Sonic Team's feelings? Feelings or more than feelings about their games. Uh, are you uh, trying to get done with Dragalia lost before the game ends? Are you going to get one of the Poke plushies, with the jackets? Uh, let us know in the comments below. So, for Skull Kid Scott, and Warrior well, I am Triforce Todd. Ladies and gentlemen, we are out of time. We are not out of lives. We made it to the end of the level. So, raise the flag. <laughs>